Good evening. I hope you've had a great day today. Welcome to BVJ's Bedtime Stories. I'm Big Voice Jay. This is a show where we get you ready for a good night's sleep. With public domain short stories for kids and adults. You can follow along as we read. If you're listening live at twitch.tv slash bigvoicej. Tonight's story... Goldilocks and the Three Bears. Once upon a time, there were three bears who lived together in a house of their own in a wood. One of them was a little wee bear, one was a middle-sized bear, and the other was a great big bear. They each had a bowl for their porridge, a little bowl for the little wee bear, and a middle-sized bowl for the middle-sized bear, and a great bowl for the great big bear. And they each had a chair to sit in, a little chair for the little wee bear, and a middle-sized chair for the middle-sized bear, and a great chair for the great big bear. And they each had a bed to sleep in, a little bed for the little wee bear, and a middle-sized bed for the middle-sized bear, and a great bed for the great big bear. One day, after they had made their porridge for their breakfast and poured it into their porridge bowls, they walked out into the wood while the porridge was cooling, that they might not burn their mouths by beginning too soon, for they were polite, well-brought-up bears. And while they were away, a little girl called Goldilocks, who lived at the other side of the wood and had been sent on an errand by her mother, passed by the house and looked in at the window. And then she peeped in at the keyhole, for she was not at all a well-brought-up little girl. Then, seeing nobody in the house, she lifted the latch. The door was not fastened, because the bears were good bears who did nobody any harm and never suspected that anybody would harm them. So Goldilocks opened the door and went in, and well pleased was she when she saw the porridge on the table. If she had been a well-brought-up little girl, she would have waited till the bears came home, and then, perhaps, they would have asked her to breakfast, for they were good bears. A little rough or so, as the manner of bears is, but for all that very good-natured and hospitable. But she was an impudent, rude little girl, and so she set about helping herself. First, she tasted the porridge of the great big bear, and that was too hot for her. Next, she tasted the porridge of the middle-sized bear, but that was too cold. And then she went to the porridge of the little wee bear and tasted it. And that was neither too hot 
or too cold, or just right. And she liked it so well that she ate it all up, every bit. Then Goldilocks, who was tired, for she had been catching butterflies instead of running on her errand, sat down in the chair of the great big bear, but that was too hard for her. And then she sat down in the chair of the middle-sized bear, but that was too soft for her. But when she sat down in the chair of the little wee bear, that was neither too hard nor too soft, but just right. So she seated herself in it, and there she sat till the bottom of the chair came out, and down she came, plump, onto the ground. And that made her very cross, for she was a bad-tempered little girl. Now being determined to rest, Goldilocks went upstairs into the bedchamber in which the three bears slept. And first she lay down onto the bed of the great big bear, but that was too high at the head for her. And next she lay down upon the bed of the middle-sized bear. And that was too high at the foot for her. And then she lay down upon the bed of the little wee bear. And that was neither too high at the head nor at the foot, but just right. So she covered herself up comfortably and lay there till she fell fast asleep. By this time, the three bears thought their porridge would be cool enough for them to eat it properly. So they came home to breakfast. Now, careless Goldilocks had left the spoon of the great big bear standing in his porridge. Somebody has been in my porridge, said the great big bear in his great gruff, rough voice. Then the middle-sized bear looked at his porridge and saw the spoon was standing in it too somebody has been at my porridge said the middle-sized bear in his middle-sized voice then the little wee bear looked at his and there was a spoon in the porridge bowl but the porridge was all gone somebody has been at my porridge and has eaten it all up said the little wee bear in his little wee voice Upon this, the three bears, seeing that someone had entered their house and eaten up the little wee bear's breakfast, began to look about them. Now, the careless Goldilocks had not put the hard cushion straight when she rose from the chair of the great big bear. Somebody has been sitting in my chair, says the great big bear in his great rough, gruff voice. And the careless Goldilocks had squatted down the soft cushion of the middle-sized bear. Somebody has been sitting in my chair, said the middle-sized bear in his middle-sized voice. Somebody's been sitting in my chair and has seat the bottom through, said the little wee bear in his little wee voice. Then the three bears thought they had better make further search in case it was a burglar. So they went upstairs into their bedchamber. 
Now Goldilocks had pulled the pillow of the great big bear out of its place. Somebody has been lying in my bed, said the great big bear in his great gruff rough voice. And Goldilocks had pulled the bolster of the middle-sized bear out of its place. Somebody has been lying in my bed, said the middle-sized bear in his middle-sized voice. But when the little wee bear came to look at the bear's bed, there was the bolster in its place, and the pillow was in its place upon the bolster. And upon the pillow, there was Goldilocks's yellow head, which was not in its place, for she had no business there. Somebody has been lying in my bed, and here she is still, said the little wee bear in his little wee voice. Now Goldilocks had heard in her sleep the great, rough, gruff voice of the great big bear. But she was so fast asleep that it was no more to her than the roaring of wind or the rumbling of thunder. And she had heard the middle-sized voice of the middle-sized bear, but it was only as if she had heard someone speaking in a dream. But when she heard the little wee voice of the little wee bear, it was so sharp and so shrill that it awakened her at once. Up she started, and when when she saw the three bears on one side of the bed, she tumbled herself out of the other and ran to the window. Now the window was open because the bears, like good tidy bears as they were, always opened their bedchamber window when they got up in the morning. So naughty, frightened little Goldilocks jumped, and whether she broke her neck in the fall or ran into the wood and was lost there, or found her way out of the wood and got whipped for being a bad girl and paying truant, no one can say. But the three bears never saw anything more of her. You know, Simply Safe would have solved this problem immediately. The bears would have been able to see the cameras inside of the house. You can put as many cameras as you want in there. And they'd be able to see Goldilocks running up the house in the first place through their wireless camera app. SimplySafe.com, enter code BEARS, which will do absolutely nothing for you because this was not a sponsored read. You can subscribe to the show at bedtimewithbvj.buzzsprout.com. Our next story, The Three Little Pigs. Once upon a time, there was an old mother pig who had three little pigs and not enough food to feed them. So when they were old enough, she sent them out into the wood to seek their fortunes. The first little pig was very lazy. He didn't want to work at all, and he built his house out of straw. The second little pig worked a little bit harder, but he too was somewhat lazy, 
and he built his house out of sticks. Then they sang and danced and played together the rest of the day. The third little pig worked hard all day and built his house with bricks. It was a sturdy house indeed, complete with a fine fireplace and chimney. It looked like it could withstand the strongest winds. The next day, a wolf happened to pass by the lane where the three little pigs lived. And he saw the straw house, and he smelled the pig inside. He thought the pig would make a mighty fine meal, and his mouth began to water. So he knocked on the door and said, Little pig, little pig, let me in, let me in. But the little pig saw the wolf's big paws through the keyhole, so he answered back, No, 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 not by the hairs on my chinny chin chin. Then the wolf showed his teeth and said, And I'll have, and I'll puff, and I'll blow your house down. So he huffed, and he puffed, and he blew the house down. The wolf opened his jaws very wide and bit down as hard as he could. But the first little pig escaped and ran away to hide with the second little pig. The wolf continued down the lane, and he passed by the second house made of sticks. And he saw the house, and he smelled the pigs inside. And his mouth began to water. As he thought about the fine dinner they would make, So he knocked on the door and said, Little pigs, little pigs, let me in, let me in. But the little pigs saw the wolf's pointy ears through the keyhole. So they answered back, No, 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 not by the hairs on our chinny chin chin. So the wolf showed his teeth and said, Then I'll huff and I'll puff and I'll blow your house in. So he huffed and he puffed and he blew the house down. The wolf was greedy and he tried to catch both pigs at once. But he was too greedy and got neither. His big jaws clamped down on nothing but air, and the two little pigs scrambled away as fast as their little hooves could carry them. The wolf chased them down the lane, and he almost caught them. But they made it to the brick house and slammed the door closed before the wolf could catch them. The three little pigs were very frightened. They knew the wolf wanted to eat them, and that was very, very true. The wolf hadn't eaten all day, and he had worked up quite a large appetite chasing the pigs around, and now he could smell all three of them inside, and he knew that the three little pigs would make a lovely feast. 
The wolf knocked on the door and said, Little pigs, little pigs, let me in. Let me in. But the little pigs saw the wolf's narrow eyes through the keyhole. So they answered back, No, no, no. Not by the hairs on our chinny-chin-chin. So the wolf showed his teeth and said, Then I'll huff, and I'll puff, and I'll blow your house down. Well, he huffed and he puffed, he puffed and he huffed, and he huffed, huffed, and puffed, puffed, but he could not blow the house down. At last he was so out of breath that he couldn't huff and he couldn't puff anymore. So he stopped to rest and thought a bit. But this was too much. The wolf danced around with rage and swore he would come down the chimney and eat up the little pig for his supper. But while he was climbing onto the roof, the little pig made up a blazing fire and put on a big pot of water to boil. Then, just as the wolf was coming down the chimney, the little piggy pulled off the lid and plop, in fell the wolf into the scalding water. So the little piggy put on the cover again, boiled the wolf up, and the three little pigs ate him for supper. You know, instead of going after those pigs, the wolf probably could have used HelloFresh. You're tired of your own cooking. You can go about some brand new recipes, chef curated. Enter Cold Wolf at checkout and it will do absolutely nothing because this is not a sponsored read. final story is Jack and the Beanstalk. Once upon a time there lived a poor widow and her son Jack. One day Jack's mother told him to sell their only cow. Jack went to the market and on the way he met a man who wanted to buy his cow. Jack asked, What will you give me in return for my cow? The man answered, I will give you five magic beans. Jack took the magic beans and gave the man the cow. But when he reached home, Jack's mother was very angry. She said, You fool! You took away your cow and gave you some beans. She threw the beans out of the window. Jack was very sad and went to sleep without dinner. The next day, when Jack woke up in the morning and looked out of the window. He saw that a huge beanstalk had grown from his magic beans. He climbed up the beanstalk and reached a kingdom in the sky. There lived a giant and his wife. Jack went inside the house and found the giant's wife in the kitchen. Jack said, Could you please give me something to eat? I am so hungry. The kind wife gave him bread and some milk. 
While he was eating, the giant came home. The giant was very big and looked very fearsome. Jack was terrified and went and hid inside. The giant cried, Fee, fi, fo, fum. I smell the blood of an Englishman. Be he alive or be he dead, I'll grind his bones to make my bread. The wife said, There is no boy in here. So the giant ate his food and then went to his room. He took out his sacks of gold coins, counted them and kept them aside. Then he went to sleep. In the night, Jack crept out of his hiding place, took one sack of gold coins and climbed down the beanstalk. At home, he gave the coins to his mother. His mother was very happy and they lived well for some time. Climbed the beanstalk and went to the giant's house again. Once again, Jack asked the giant's wife for food. But while he was eating, the giant returned. Jack leapt up in fright and hid under the bed. The giant cried, Fee, fi, fo, fum. I smell the blood of an Englishman. Be he alive or be he dead, I'll grind his bones to make my bread. The wife said, There is no boy in here. The giant ate his food and went to his room. There he took out a hen. He shouted, Lay! And the the hen laid a golden egg. When the giant fell asleep, Jack took the hen and climbed down the beanstalk. Jack's mother was very happy with him. After some days, Jack once again climbed the beanstalk and went to the giant's castle. For the third time, Jack met the giant's wife and asked for some food. Once again, the giant's wife gave him bread and milk. But while Jack was eating, the giant came home. Be five, oh, um, I smell the blood of an Englishman. Be he alive or be he dead, I'll grind his bones to make my bread, cried the giant. Don't be silly. There is no boy in here, said his wife. The giant had a magical harp that could be, that could play beautiful songs. While the giant slept, Jack took the harp and was about to leave. Suddenly, the magic harp cried, Help! Help, master! A boy is stealing me! The giant woke up and saw Jack with the harp. Furious, he ran after Jack. But Jack was too fast for him. He ran down the beanstalk and reached home. The giant followed him down. Jack quickly ran inside the house and fetched an axe. He began to chop the beanstalk. The giant fell and died. 
Jack and his mother were now very rich, and they lived happily ever after. I do hope you've enjoyed tonight's stories. Do you want more? Do you have a story you'd like me to read? You can email me, bigvoicej at gmail.com. Please subscribe and review the podcast at bedtimewithbvj.buzzsprout.com. Thanks so much for listening. Good night. Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. <laughs>